0: What's up and welcome back to the latest kind of funny screencast where each and every week we get together to review the latest in TV and movies. Of course, I am Tim Geddes and I'm joined after this beautiful, illustrious Thanksgiving break with the one, the only Big Kev Dog. What up, guys? How you doing, Kev? Oh,
2: pretty good. Pretty good. Watch The Great season two. Oh, my God. That show is a 10 out of 10. Watch it
0: on it Hulu. Great? Oh, it's so good. What, what is The Great?
2: The Great. It's about Catherine The Great. Is mo- is mostly untrue story, <laughs> or occasionally true story of Catherine the Great. Is, is it the ex- in the
0: same cinematic universe as Downton Abbey? N-
2: not even a. Little no, bit but there. it is
0: in the same cinematic universe as
1: Love Actually. So. No, still not that. That's great. No, know? no, it's just it. the She's she's oh. Catherine oh. the Great. Yeah, it's got Elle Fanning and, and Nicholas Holt. Danielle yeah. watches it. She she loves it. I watch it. It's they so swear a lot. They say a lot of curse words in yeah, it. Say it makes me scared. Words. They say That's the f word a lot, Tim, and I don't
0: like the f word. No, and you're scared of it. Of course, that voice you hear is... Ew, damn, I don't is like, that, like that. We have Nick Scarpino. <laughs> What's going on, Tim? I'm excited to talk about Hawkeye. Oh, That's what we're talking about today, everybody. Of course, this is the fifth Disney Plus show. The, what... Tw- 18th disney or mcu project this year alone crazy stuff but it's happening episodes one and two premiered last week uh we watched them during the thanksgiving break now we are about to review it and talk all about it here and then we will be reacting to episode three on wednesday when it comes out tuesday night at midnight of course this is screencast like i said we do the show every week sometimes multiple times a week including this week uh and you can get it on youtube.com slash kind of funny or roosterteeth.com if you wanted to get it as a podcast just search your favorite podcast service for kind of funny screencast, and we'll be right there for you. Uh, so without further ado, I want to get right into it. Kevin Koella, what did you think about Hawkeye?
2: I really liked it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, it goes really kooky with the, the tracksuit mafia people. The dude, uh, But like, yeah, but I love it. I I it had me laughing. There's something about it looks like a, a real like like a movie you know where it doesn't have that emptiness that i've been complaining about like all the sets look really full and legit and um uh the what's the name of the girl that plays kate bishop
1: hayley steinfeld
2: hayley steinfeld so good you know
1: yeah Mm -hmm. a lot of fun so
2: far i'm really intrigued too with the story all right
1: yeah i agree i think she i think um tim if i may have the floor you may nick of
0: course the floor is Um, yours
1: I think the show shines a lot when it's Haley Steinfeld and Jeremy Rayner. I think those, they're two, the the caliber of actors that those two represent, you know, coming from film. um, I really do think it elevates the project and obviously Vera Farmiga coming in as well uh, in
0: the supporting cast. Can she do wrong? That is my question. She's so good at just looking like a, are you bad or are you good? Whose side are you on? we don't know and of course they got Linda Carlini
1: back as well she's definitely um bad. i don't think i don't know how many episodes she's going to be and i assume she's just going to kind of keep calling and being like one more day three more days four more days till christmas right cuz it's that countdown um but i like the setup of this i like that it's just about Kate Bishop kind of not realizing the gravity of wearing that costume uh and getting into trouble and then Hawkeye having to go on a quick adventure to get it back save her and then figure out what the nefarious plan is here um it's cool it's smaller Uh, And that's what I think a lot of these shows should be. Um, It's just a little one-off adventure. It's like a one-off comic book run, and I I like it. I think they have great chemistry together.
0: Yeah, I am absolutely loving it so far. I'm not surprised at that at all because the original Hawkeye comic that this is semi-based on, you know, MCU always does kind of loose adaptations to things, is one of my favorite comics of all time. And I think that it is doing a fantastic job of doing that MCU translation where it's not exactly the same, but it takes the elements that really kind of matter, but adapts it with that MCU kind of wrapper uh, and makes everything kind of just have that little bit of polish and shine. And I think that there's, it's a polish and shine that we haven't always consistently got with these shows. But I think that like Kevin was saying, this is the most cinematic of them so far. I think Falcon and Winter Soldier would have definitely be the, the one closest to this in terms of, the, the way that it was shot and the way that it was presented at least. Um, but with this, especially episodes one and two, episode one ending leading right into episode two, it's like, oh, there's like, this was almost just a long movie as opposed to more episodic style content. And I wonder if the, the remaining episodes are going to continue that trend or if they're going to be a little bit more uh, kind of, Uh, over and over same type of setup where we see like the reveal at the end of episode two i imagine we're going to get a lot more reveals at the end of episodes uh going forward but the thing i like most about it is the way that it is depicting jeremy renner's hawkeye and how the mcu hawkeye could never be the hawkeye from the comics because of the setup that he's had and i think that one of the wisest decisions they've made with with the mcu hawkeye is his relationship with female characters over time like we saw him in age of ultron kind of uh be there for scarlet witch and be the that mentor kind of leader character to like get her to enter the fray and become an Avenger um and then now we see him kind of like being this mentor character to Kate Bishop in a much more uh aggressively like one-to-one way right uh, but also I just really like his family dynamics I think that it's fun having him with the family I think that this show does a good job of kind of utilizing our knowledge of the MCU and the timeline and all that mm-hmm. stuff um to really kind of make little moments feel that much more important. This isn't just, oh man, is he gonna make it home for Christmas? It's this is his first Christmas in five years with his kids, you know, and his right. family. Like there's these like this subtlety to it that, you know, that most points isn't subtle, but I like that it it's earned, I guess. That's a better way to to put it. Um, because I believe in him as a dad. I believe that he cares about his kids because not only have we seen him literally do anything it takes to save his his family we're also getting these moments with him and his family now that feel like believable moments like there's one moment i think in episode two where he's uh putting the kids in the the car to send him to the airport and he's like the one rule is you know don't don't lose nate it's like oh shit, where's nate where's it's nate? like yeah it's just it's so That's fun because we all look at jeremy renner's hawkeye and kind of go "Eh, whatever but i think that already in these two episodes we're getting so much more to him um and go back to my point about the female characters like obviously his relationship with black widow um has been really kind of his main plot point over the last like the- 10 years in the movie so it's like there's always been that but i love his relationship with linda cardellini i love that there's not the traditional like he's lying to her like i don't know i'll be there but whatever she knows exactly what's going on she almost is like one step ahead of him of like oh it's those guys again like Duh, damn i guess you got to deal with this and i i like that it's refreshing because i feel too often this same story would just be like She's nagging him, and he's like, "Oh, this is the this my one more thing I got to do because right. remember Hawkeye has retired at this point and, and come back out of retirement multiple times." So
1: yeah, and I and I like as a part as part of that, you know, part of this the the undercurrent of this whole show is him chasing that him being chased by his past, right? Him him sort of being haunted by what he did when he was Ronan and seeing that and. And I love um, I love that she knows and I love that she's like, you know, did you solve the little wardrobe problem? And he's like, I got that, but we got to get, you know, a couple more things to do before I come in because obviously Kate's been brought into the into the fold. Um, but nothing's, uh, you know, I, just seeing him walk around New York, obviously the city that he saved first and foremost, and then having him save the world later. So it's like twofold with, with, with New York and having people just everywhere he goes. Like I love that scene where the guy's like, you don't have to pay and he goes no, no 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 I'll pay and he goes no no no, you saved us you saved us all and he's not it's not a good thing no, right his reaction to yeah. it is not it's very uncomfortable because She's he knows embarrassed, what
2: embarrassed, right like,
1: well his, i uh, i felt like it was it was more the fact that he's ashamed i think yeah. he thinks like he, he say he did but also at what cost and what did he do to get there right it obviously cost him his best friend's life he he obviously went a little you know, into the dark side with Ronan and killed a bunch of people. And he's not proud of that anymore. And we see that also in with the very first scene we see him, which I think we should talk about this a lot um when they go to rogers the musical and it's this beautiful glossy shiny thing and it's inaccurate and it makes no sense and it's like because he's like that guy wasn't there and it was that was ant-man but that's not really what he's saying what he's saying is like this is not it wasn't happy-go-lucky when we had to do this this was traumatizing to us having said all of that if if disney doesn't make rogers the musical a freaking thing I swear to God, that's a huge missed opportunity. I would go see that musical because that song,
0: I can do this all day, is the slap. Now, Nick. Uh, would you be surprised to know that Disney released a full four and a half minute version of it? Cause no. they did. And it's I doubt out It doesn't surprise me at all. It's and it's awesome. Genius. It is so cringy and it's so bad in the perfect
1: way. That is, that is every, this is Spider-Man turn off the dark right there. Somebody was like, yeah, let's, let's, let's channel that energy into Rogers, the musical. But I also cover. love that it's just everywhere in New York, right? Like that's, if you've ever been to New York during when, when there's a big show running, they do, they promote the heck out of it. And it's a cool, an uh, amazing thing. Um, that, I mean, again, the guy that played Rogers and just the way they're all dancing and singing, great voice, great performance, 10 out of 10
0: a lot of them are, are actual Broadway people that's not surprising but there's yeah. a lot of fun cameos for the theater nerds out there from uh, people from rent people from Hamilton things like that so yeah that's fun I I absolutely love that I mean that, that's my thing is like I knew I was going to enjoy the show but I really think they knocked it out of the park from the very beginning like mm-hmm. I was so hyped for the first like half of episode one and then there's like a cool down moment that I feel like was kind of necessary and then they bring in the auction and bring out the Ronin stuff I'm like damn they they got a cool story here they're they're really making use of uh the the lore and stuff I love the opening scenes of the flashback to 2012 New York and seeing Kate Bishop like see this like destruction all around her and then looking out and seeing this human Hawkeye uh, do these amazing things. I I love that that's kind of her origin story. And like, again, like Nick was saying so much of this is tied to New York. So it's cool to see um, us go back to that and have it not just feel like, Oh, Hey, you know, this thing we're going back to it. It's like, it works because of many elements, which is Hawkeye being this guy that was in New York with Kate Bishop, who is also this Archer. And I think the opening credit scene, um, of like the, the super fun credits with the dope ass animations yeah, and the style so of the cool. comics is so cool but i like that they use that for the storytelling i'm showing her kind of failing some things but then like growing and getting better and like winning the fencing tournaments and doing all the archery and all the uh, different types of martial arts and stuff like that was super rad yeah. and i also love by the
1: way like they did something very smart with that right they're like
0: okay we're gonna explain that over the
1: last 10 years she's been training in every possible yeah. way to be hawkeye doing the new hawkeye but then when she goes up against the the uh tracksuit mob for the first time she does well but she doesn't do like she gets kind of her ass kicked a little bit too and so i love that they've left room a little bit for that mentorship because i think that's an interesting story i think it's going to be cool to watch him sort of like learn like teach her but also learn from her and learn from like where what she's all about um because she doesn't she's not jaded she does have that like a little bit of
0: Hope left for for wanting to protect things. This episode is brought to you by Me Undies. The end of 2021 is here, so we're all looking for the best gifts for our favorite people. Well, Me Undies has you and your bottom covered with their ultimate gift guide, so you can save time and surprise everyone with the coziest gifts ever. Of course, I absolutely love Me Undies. I have for years. I'm wearing the lounge pants and the socks and the undies right now, and I love having my entire body covered in this soft micromodal fabric. The new Me Undies holiday collection features classic plaids, and sweater-inspired prints that will soon be new favorites. Their undies, loungewear, and sleepwear are made from soft, breathable, stretchy fabrics, ideal for sitting fireside with loved ones. Available in sizes extra small through 4XL, MeUndies has something for everyone. MeUndies has a great offer for you. First-time purchasers get 15% off and free shipping. Your days of fighting for your life in the mall parking lot are over. To get 15% off your first order, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com more Warning. That's me slash morning next up shout out to trade whether you're a coffee nerd or a coffee newbie you need to hear about trade coffee they want to make every cup of coffee your best ever trade matches you to a selection of their over 400 craft coffees all based on how you answer their coffee quiz they consider whether you like french press auto brew or even cold brew and pair you with the perfect choice for your taste and if you don't love it they'll replace it with a different bag for free uh trade's awesome the quiz is super fun i love that they send a bunch of fun flavors and hey Coffee's always great, right? For our listeners right now, Trade is offering your first bag free and five dollars off your bundle at checkout. To get yours, go to drinktrade.com/kinda funny and use promo code Kinda Funny. Take the quiz to start your journey to the perfect cup. That's drinktrade.com/kinda funny. Promo code Kinda Funny for your first bag free and five dollars off your bundle. And this holiday season, give the coffee lover in your life the gift of better coffee too, with their own personalized gift coffee subscription from Trade. Again, that's drinktrade.com slash kinda funny Promo code kinda funny Next up I want to give a shout out to Warby Parker. Warby Parker provides exceptional vision care online and in stores. And now that it's the end of the year, don't let your FSA or HSA dollars go to waste. Put them to good use on Warby Parker prescription glasses, prescription sunglasses, contact lenses, and eye exams. Glasses start at $95, including prescription lenses. And Warby Parker's contacts line, Scout, brings you a 90-day contact pack for only $55. Uh, G has been loving Warby Parker for years. And Blessing recently has been doing uh, this trial. At home program, which is awesome. They send him a bunch of glasses. He's checking them out, and he's really excited about it. You too can try Warby Parker's free home try-on program. Order five pairs of glasses to try at home for free for five days. There's no obligation to buy. They ship free and include a prepaid return shipping label. Couldn't be easier. You can try five pairs of glasses at home for free at WarbyParker.com/kinda funny. If you want to try the glasses, you gotta go to WarbyParker.com/kinda funny and finally shout out to Shin Megami Tensei 5 Shin Megami Tensei 5 is the newest installment of the acclaimed JRPG series developed by Atlas you'll play as a young high school student who's granted an accursed power to save his life he becomes a new being that's neither human nor demon a Nahobino and is suddenly transported from modern Tokyo to a post-apocalyptic world you'll explore the demon-infested wasteland of an enigmatic realm that's filled with mythical deities and demonic tyrants in constant conflict for survival if I had a nickel uh, search for answers and forge your own path in a battle between light and dark, and your choices will dictate the fate of the world. Turn formidable foes into worthy allies by recruiting them via negotiations and then fuse them to create demons customized to fit your playstyle. Shin Megami Tensei 5 has been fully rendered in 3D utilizing Unreal Engine 4, a first for the mainline Shin Megami Tensei series. You can order the deluxe and standard editions of Shin Megami Tensei 5 today on the Nintendo eShop. Um, but having said all that, there, I do think there's a couple of criticisms I want
1: to throw down real quick. Uh, one is that we get a little like the the auction part and the, the the bad guys, all that stuff gets a little muddled for me. I don't love what's going on there. I'm not even quite sure what's happening, and it's not very interesting to me. And I think it's because, and this is no disrespect to the actor, but I don't love the the stepdad character. I don't. But I just for some reason I just feel like us, he's, right? I don't know what they're trying to do with that, mm-hmm. but I just feel like every time he's on screen, he's not dynamic enough, mm-hmm. and I don't think he's written well enough well, to to feel like there's any tension in those scenes. I um, I feel
2: like it's they're setting it up so that Vera uh is the Vera
1: is like, definitely going to be the bad guy for sure. Yeah,
2: the top dog and that dude is her like top henchman,
1: right? Yes, I think that's yeah. I think that's that, but I just feel like this guy, I, I, I wish this was secrets. like I wish this was like Pedro Pascal. I wish this was like a slightly better or more notable actor, and I think that they wrote him kind of poorly because um, mm. I, I, it's just not. It's not clear what they want us to feel when he's in these scenes, and I know he's a red herring, but still, it's like these. I kind of get bored when he's on screen. I don't know why. I can't quite place what's going on with him. But his dynamic with Vera Farmiga and Vera Farmiga's with Haley Steinfeld, I just feel like it's a little bit muddled and not the interesting point of the show for me. Really, the show really shines when it's Jeremy Rayner and Haley Steinfeld. Everyone else, um, I just I feel like it's still that problem with these Disney Plus shows where they get one or two high caliber actors, but then everyone around them are just. They just can't hold scenes as well as 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 the big dogs. So, uh, other than that, I mean, I think the show is shot well. I would disagree. I still think that it feels like a a really well produced TV show. I don't feel like it's that cinematic, um, only because a lot of the way the stuff shot, yeah. specifically the 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 scene where they were doing the bidding um, in in the uh, down in the wine cellar, that mm-hmm. just felt really clunky. It felt like these guys come through the wall and everyone's kind of walking around. It didn't have a sense yeah. of energy or inertia. I, I just didn't I like agree it at all.
2: with. That. When I was saying it feels more like the movies, I didn't mean in the way that it was shot as much as, like, the sets. They don't feel empty or, like— Well, they
1: shot on location, yeah, which is—that was a great idea, right? Actually shooting on the streets of New York and actually shooting in, like, places really adds a lot of production value for sure. Tim.
0: Yeah, and to, to be clear, I, I want to say this. I, was, I don't, when I say cinematic, I don't mean the necessarily the way it's shot. It is more just, it's shot or edited like a movie. Like the edit feels more movie-like and paced that way. And on top of that, like the way that the score kind of is just ever-present and it has that plucky kind of holiday score that like TV shows don't have, but movies do have. I actually think the show is not well shot. I, I was very surprised at how many times the camera's kind of blocked by somebody's back and not in an interesting way. Uh, where we're trying to, follow the fight choreography I think because it was shot on location they weren't really given the freedom to have the Mm. like just movement to be however they want so like there's a lot of scenes that I get that they're trying to show that she's not perfect and she's not totally ready to take them down but it kind of felt like she was struggling as an actress not as a character it was as a stunt person right yeah 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 yeah.
1: like I I think that that's that's kind of a lot of, it, it's it's a little bit of a downer. I mean, I don't, think it, I don't think it kills the show, but I do think that they just don't have the budget to shoot these things like they would shoot Avengers, right? If you want to see a, sh- a scene like this, like contrast that scene to when like um, Captain America fought Winter Soldier for the first time, or like anytime anyone squared off against him in that movie where you've got 30 cuts, 10 different camera angles, crane shots, dollies, explosions happening in the background, and they just can't do that with these shows. But... I'm still – I think what they're doing is they're choosing instead to focus on sort of like the strengths of the actors. And Haley Steinfeld is just the most charmingly delight. fun person to watch on screen. She's just yeah. knows what she's doing. She's got great comedic chops. Um, she's a great dramatic actor as well. And so anytime she, – she has that range that you would hope that your lead would have in a movie, let alone a Disney Plus show. Um, and so that's coming through. And that alone – I just want her to hang out with Jeremy Renner and I want to see them become like her become the new Hawkeye. I think that's that's going to be it's it's that's the fun of it. Everything else I don't like I did not like the end of season of, of the second episode where we get to the big baddie and she's listening to some sort of music and turns around and it's another one of those weird reveals where I'm like maybe I'm supposed to know who this person is but this just looks like an actor
0: I've never seen before yeah, and it's it such a letdown. Like
2: comic book people
0: no not really i okay. mean this is this i feel is uh set up of like we don't know who i mean we i know who she is but not from the comics she's not yeah. in the hawkeye comic uh uh-huh. but it, it's more of a setup for yeah there's a reveal of, there's this baddie that's a, a woman i don't think that i think that was kind of the shock is like you didn't expect it to be her out of anybody like maybe the stepdad or somebody but oh um, yeah, well see that
1: wasn't a shock for me because just like kevin was talking about i expect i expected to be vera farmiga I, well, uh, I or that the bad yeah guy. Right? So her turning around and being just this person that we haven't seen before, I'm like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> I'm like, they got to stop doing that. At least put an actor in that we know. Like, Wait, it's a cool the, reveal. The, like,
2: oh, I, well, I mean, person did person doing this. Is that not Echo?
0: It is Echo, yeah. Is, yeah.
2: So, I so, mean... Like, we,
0: wouldn't, we wouldn't know well, who that Echo? is. From. I don't know that. Yes.
2: Oh. I thought from the, the Disney, like, sh- event thing. Like, yeah. that's the only thing I know her from. Like, yeah. Probably gonna be I a show. They set it so, up. Like, yeah. By next week, we'll have a lot but, more yeah, answers. Yeah, yeah, To me, that was like, oh, Okay. This is someone because there's going to be a show about this person
0: yeah what sure I, but... what i like about the the show right now is how the digital kind of one shots that they're committing to for all these disney plus shows not all of them but most of them i love it and i know that not everybody's like people get like up in arms about it, and like oh it doesn't look as good as the movies i just love that they're committing to it, and it's this stylized thing like the opening shot is all one shot and that's so freaking cool even if a lot of it's digital but i think it's cool like i think that it's it's the stylized thing where these are comic book tv shows and i feel like kind of having that stylized take on them every once in a while kind of like makes it feel like its own thing as opposed to just like trying to just be a movie all the time. Cause I don't think that everything has to be that.
1: No, and, and I think you can play around the format a little bit, but I, I liked parts of that scene. I love when she sees him. I thought that scene kind of dragged a little bit cause we get this dad character that I, again, I wish was a more notable actor. And it's very weird to me. Sometimes they do, they, they've done this a couple times now. It's very weird to me that they make this, they, they cast a, a, an actor as the dad who kind of looks like the stepdad it's very weird and it was confusing for us i was like wait a minute that guy just did oh. the dad live and just shave a mustache and get a spanish accent for some reason and i'm like no no no, this is a totally new guy but it's it's just weird that they that they obviously they have to cast these characters but i just wish they could get a few more just cameo roles for these people that that would get, draw me in a little bit more because this this no-name actor guy who i'm supposed to like really feel for he's the cool dad it just didn't work for me but then we get to the, the 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 real payoff which is she goes up to her room and explodes and we see that wonderful shot of jeremy Renner like shooting the arrow as he jumps off the top of the building and swinging to safety and i'm like okay that was all worth it but uh the first part of
0: this i was like i'm not supposed to be i'm not feeling anything right now to your point earlier um about uh oh, damn totally lost what i'm saying sorry um, Let's talk about the dog Who's the yes, Lucky dog? the Pizza Dog, baby I love it Lucky the I love that pizza it's a title <laughs> I love is this a, dog Does this I dog have superpowers?
1: Does it know what's going on? Or what's? Go- or is it just the dog that's Did cool? it
2: steal the watch?
1: I think it did I think it swallowed it I feel it like they, to, they, they did a bad job
2: showing that Also, well, again, if I'm hanging out with a dog And it shits a watch I'm pretty sure I'm leaving the watch in the shit
1: Yeah, well, that said, shit's going to get scooped up in a bag it's it's like the key to Avengers Tower or something like that, right? Or Avengers what? Compound. Why that's would what you they think said. That? Oh, did they? That's what, that was a line. Yeah, he was like, "Cool, ah. this is the Avengers Compound watch." He hit the guy that picked it up was like, "I found it. I found the watch that something about the Avengers
0: Compound." I think that's. I think they just got it from there. The same thing as they got the Ronin suit from the compound. Yeah, because the compound I mean? is where the yeah. Endgame final battle was. Ah, got it. Yeah, so I, don't I know. I mean, that could compound's it be, gone now, could right? It, it's could like it be destroyed. Tony's
2: watch, though? Like that's uh, the only thing I can think yeah. of. That's the only
0: watch we know of. I mean. Because the there was the the, the time things, but then there was the one from Iron Man, two, no Civil War, Civil War, Civil War, yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm.
1: So you think it's an Iron Man suit? Maybe I don't That'd know. Be cool.
0: That'd be I, cool. mean, I don't think it'd be yeah. a
2: whole suit though, right? Unless so it's just a hand.
1: Yeah, it could, it it could be
2: the, like some technology we don't know about, like the super nano nano suit that would like roll yeah. around.
0: I remember. I remember what I was going to say. Um, is earlier Nick was talking about some of the villain plots being a little bit kind of like, eh. and I, I to an extent agree. I thought the auction scene was really cool. I liked I dug that. I really liked Haley kind of infiltrating into it and doing the whole go get Mike thing and having it backfire. I love yeah. that Gary came through. That was great. Um, but I, I do agree that there was enough characters and enough like lines of dialogue that you really needed subtitles for like the fight between vera farmiga and the dude that ends up getting killed is like really just like out there and it's just happening and everything happens really fast and it's like you're understanding that, like, you're not supposed to trust people, but I feel like there's too many people not to trust. Yeah. Uh, but in typical murder mystery fashion, I watched it again, and it's really satisfying. It's like once you kind of, like, know what's coming, like, being able to look for it and, and listen a little uh, more clearly, I think, goes a long way for this. And I think it's going to – hopefully, if they keep this up, I think that the, the six-episode run when it's done is going to tell a really cool um story that like is rewarding as it continues to go on because i'm excited to see who this character at the end is like how she actually like relates to the story and stuff i don't mm. know too much about her um i know she's a deaf superhero and she that's why I would kind of see her like put her hand against the mm. um speaker the speaker to feel yeah it. Yeah, but what's what's really cool? I mean, first off, Tracksuit Mafia and this is—they're is, incredible. I love the translation from them from the the comics to this. I I love that they're not afraid to commit to bro. In the comics, they say bro like legitimately every line. So it's like I'm like, all right, they definitely got that across it's in this. So <laughs> ridiculous! I love it.
1: It's so ridiculous. It really—it sounds like when me and Snowbike Mike are playing games at night. Um, I love that. I want to I want to dial it back. I love that line. I think the the funniest moment of comedy in this was when she was like. The guy comes up, and he's like, who told you to work here? She's like, Gary. He goes, I'm Gary. Who are you? She goes, well, so that's the problem right there, Gary. You don't even know my name. And <laughs> I, I, good, I mean, she just good. did a great job with that yeah. line. Um, and I lost the other line I was going to talk about. Or the other one I was going to talk about. But
0: um, one of my favorite lines, the co- comedically, was the "What about surprises, where she's talking to the, the stepdad. And she was like, yeah, you, you can't know about surprises. I can't, but some of them you can. I, know, she, I like that a lot. Oh,
1: I, I remember the other thing I was going to say um, was she, they have that great moment where he's like, she's like, oh, she's like trying to figure out what his strategy is. for. Oh, She's like, oh, you're putting me on the inside so you can protect me from yada, yada, yada. He goes, no, nah, no, no, I just, this is the only place I can hear you because I have a hearing aid in. And she goes, oh, what, what happened? And we get a quick smash of the 10 the years shit, of him yeah. just getting the shit kicked out of him trying to hang with the it's Avengers. Like no he goes, no He's like, yeah, no, I know, really. <laughs> it was. The, I, I like that yeah. line. I like that he's, and I like that we're finding him sort of like, yeah, he's older, and he's and he's retired, and he's and he's broken. But man, him at the Ren Fair or him at the Larping Fair, I, I liked. I was like, all right, this I, is this is tickling me.
2: I liked, and I thought that was funny. But um, to f- is no one gonna bring up that this random fireman fucking stole like an outfit out of someone's house that was on fire? Oh, no, he-
1: well, yeah, I mean, I think you just found it, right? I mean, it's like That's a derelict thing. That's not how it thing. works. That's don't not. don't, don't <laughs> no. forget, don't forget If you forget go to a burning
2: sh- house, you don't just find things. <laughs> I, don't
1: no, 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 like, no, I, I think if you I
2: found a PlayStation 5 in a house that was yeah. mostly not on fire.
1: I think if you I think if you are called, I, I don't know for sure, but I think if you're a firefighter and you're just called to a house, you have free reign to pick one item out of that house that you want, i like those
0: jordans i'm gonna take those jordans i nick I, I agree that i love that scene of the flashback of all the different things that could have caused the the hearing loss but i love that it was set to little drummer boy as well and i, I just love the pervasive use of christmas music just like throughout just, this entire I'm thing in. to like back I'm up in. the score and it's just Absolutely. like it feels like christmas it's kind of cool there's like new york is so special for so many reasons but there is that tie to new york and i think it's because of things like home alone that kind of really made us all associate that city with uh Christmas time. So well also um, it's like, you know,
1: as as an American, it's the great American city. And seeing and seeing anything happen there it is just like it is the epitome of America. And I and I love that. And I love every time they have to show the the exact same shot of in anything that's happening in New York during Christmas. It's the big ass Christmas tree. Yeah. And it's dope. You know, it's it's great. It really it really it makes you it makes you feel warm for the holidays. And again, I mean him walking around with the same actors presume these are the same kids that have been in everything right
0: they are yeah so uh the girl is uh Joe Russo's daughter yeah um the director so she was of- she
1: was at the very very beginning of Endgame, right where mm-hmm. he was teaching her and then he turns around and she's gone and he's like where's everyone yeah that, all I mean having you can't really make up for that level of chemistry with with actors right you can't it's it's so hard to just be like, uh, the, it's a, and it's a pet peeve of mine. I know this is going to make you, drive you guys crazy, but I have a, a couple pet peeves. I know you, it's <laughs> no. going to be a shocker for you guys. But one of them is, is, is when people just don't come across as friends who have known each other for a long time or family who's been together for a long time. And it's a very, very hard thing to do, especially for actors who have never met. But the fact that these people have actually been in movies together
0: and at least have some chemistry going into this, I think goes a really long way. Well, fun thing too is the youngest kid, Nate, um, who's a little older now, remember he was the baby from Age of Ultron that his name's Nate because he's named after Natasha. Oh, that's awesome. And then his middle name's Pietro for, our, for Quicksilver. Who oh, that's cool. In, in that that's movie. really yeah, cool. Yeah, so that's funny. Yeah. It's just crazy that we're this far into this. Yeah, that like, wow. like, there's that type of uh, references. One other reference that was there that is really, truly bizarre is that clock tower, bell tower in the beginning. Yeah. is called Stain Tower, like Obadiah really? Stain, which, like, why right. would you honor him? Well, <laughs> well maybe, it, but he just, is it... maybe he bought it a long time ago.
1: Also, maybe no one
2: knows. Like that's
0: yeah. I don't. It's been a while since I, mean? I watched Iron Man one, so I don't remember. I just thought that was a weird, weird poll. But well, well like, you does, know, it does go the back. CEO. to It's all in New York. The yeah.
2: CEO getting murdered by like the new CEO, or you know, the, uh, not a good look stock wise.
1: Yeah, yeah. They probably would have. They probably would have changed the name of that tower for sure. But it's kind of cool that. I mean, hearkening back to like they're like, well, he was a huge donor or something like that, so we named the tower after him and stuff like that. I think that's that's
0: kind of cool just to fill that in. Um, And then one other thing I wrote down in terms of comedy stuff was the he didn't drink the potion. What's he thinking? Yeah, (laughs) It's a larping thing. (laughs) The cling, cling, cling. (laughs) Like it's so so fucking stupid, but it's so so funny. funny. It's so funny. Uh, Well, I'm extremely excited for the rest of this show. Like I said, we're going to be reviewing episode three in just a couple days. So stay tuned right here to youtube.com slash kind of funny. But until then, let us know in the comments below what you thought about this and leave a like because guess what, motherfuckers? The dislike button's gone. <laughs> wow,
1: we won, Tim. Now they can't dislike us. Now we'll hit 300,000 subscribers. <laughs> <laughs>